First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. You know, you may be wondering, like, why all this fuss about what's going on in Port Moody? Well, the truth is what's happening in Port Moody could happen anywhere. It could happen in your community as well. What we've learned as a result of this, really, is that there is no mechanism for counselors or a mayor to be removed if they're under any kind of cloud, if they're charged with a crime, as is the case with uh, the mayor of Port Moody, Rob Vagermov, even if they are convicted eventually of that crime, there's no way for counselors to and mayor to be removed. That does impact you, no matter where you live. And in Port Moody, this has become a very contentious issue. We've been talking about this this morning, that last night, uh, Port Moody Council, and they heard from many members of the public too, it was pretty contentious, but they ended up voting four to three to ask Mayor Rob Vagermoff to go back on to leave. He said, even after he voted in a motion that had to do with his own future, he said he'll take the vote into consideration, but really legally he doesn't have to leave. Remember, it was last March when Rob Vagermoff was charged with sexual assault, and at that time he did take a leave of absence, but a month ago he returned to work even though the criminal case has not yet been concluded. Let's talk to one of the Port Moody councillors about this, about what this has been like there. Diana Dilworth joins us now. Councillor Dilworth, thank you for being here. Oh, it's a pleasure, Simi. Tell me about that meeting last night. What was that like? I've been sitting at that council table for 20 years, and I have never seen a council meeting like that. It was it was incredibly uh, emotional, uh, both from people that were supporting the mayor and those that were supporting my motion. And why did you bring forward that motion? Because technically, there, you know, even though you vote on it, there is nothing that can be enforced. Once the, the mayor came back from leave, I literally heard from hundreds of residents by email, by social media, in coffee shops and grocery stores. And everybody was really concerned that he was still sitting there. So I took it upon myself to bring forward this motion asking that council formally ask that he return to an unpaid leave of absence. And I cannot believe the, the community response to that motion. I, I had over 200 residents write in to council to, to ask that my motion be respected. Dozens of people spoke last night at council. And, and quite frankly, I believe that the mayor is absolutely tone deaf to what's going on in our community. And he's not listening to what his constituents are asking him to do and doing the right thing and going back on an unpaid leave. Were you surprised that he stayed and actually voted on a motion that he was the subject of? Quite frankly, I was shocked. I believe it is absolutely wrong for the mayor to to vote on motions that pertain directly to his participation on council. He advised that he was told by a staff member that he was not in a conflict of interest, and I, I disagree with that. The community charter clearly defines a conflict of interest as involving any um, pecuniary impacts and voting on whether he gets to continue to sit at the table or whether he has to go on unpaid leave is uh, d- definitely a pecuniary impact. 
I just and, and I was even more stunned that after the vote took place, he continued on with the meeting like nothing happened. He dismissed hundreds of presidents that asked him to do the right thing. Now, Councillor Dilworth, you said you've been there for for twenty years. What has this done in terms of the governance of Port Moody? Like, is the is the regular everyday work getting done here? No, it's not, um, because there are differing views in the community, and people are going to staff and asking for advice. I, I understand there's a number of freedom of information requests that are transpiring as people want to see uh, emails that have been going back and forth and correspondence that, that's going back and forth. And I, I think people who saw the meeting last night saw that nothing really is getting done. Um, the last meeting that we had two weeks ago was also uh, a very contentious one. When, when you have people that are very emotional and they're crying and they're yelling, it is very difficult um, not to, to take that to heart and not to be distracted from undertaking the good ge- governance that we were elected to do. And has the mayor made any effort to try to work with councillors to get the work done? Absolutely not. Uh, when he returned to work, I found out by text message from someone who had seen him return to City Hall. He and I have not actually had a conversation since he's returned, and he has not in any way tried to bring council together to move forward. He's He's been, and this is my word, he's been very arrogant and high-handed in his approach to governing, and he seems to be very dismissive of any thoughts or perceptives other than his own. And Port Moody, I understand, has a pretty big development, right, that the city, the council has been working on for the last little while? We have a number of large development applications in in the works, but in particular, there was one on the agenda last night as one of the issues that the mayor wanted to, to push through. When he returned, he had a press conference and he made it clear that he was quite disappointed that his mandate was... Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com being stonewalled uh, by split votes. So last night he put pretty much everything that got voted down or wasn't addressed while he was gone on the agenda. It was, it was a mega agenda, so to say. Yeah, it seemed like it. It seemed like a very unusual meeting. What, what do you think this has done for the people of Port Moody? Like, I guess when I see stories like this, I get worried that people start to lose faith, right, in their governing institutions. I've heard from a number of residents this morning that are just really sad. They're really sad and they're disappointed. And like me, they can see that we seem to be stuck in a position where moving forward is going to be extremely difficult. I mean, all members of council last night um, spoke to, to being kind and having compassion and working together. But given the mayor's actions and some of the comments made by camp members of council that supported him are very indicative to me that it's going to be incredibly challenging moving forward and not only healing council, but healing our community. There's a lot of divisiveness. There's a lot of anger. There's a lot of sadness. And I I don't believe that the mayor can provide the leadership that we need to help heal our community. And what kind of comments? You said these are things that you heard last night? 
Yes, um, it was it was very interesting. We had a very powerful moment last night in the council chambers when a member of the public came to the the microphone and asked that everybody that supports the mayor going back on leave to deal with his legal issues, <clears throat> excuse me, ask them to stand. And 150 men and women in the audience got up and stood. And four members of council, the female members of council, also stood. And it was an incredibly powerful moment. And, and I don't know that the mayor really appreciated it. And, and by continuing to chair the meeting, after it was made very clear that a majority of council was not comfortable with him being there, um, he just continued the meeting like nothing happened. And I really feel our residents uh, are feeling that they weren't heard by the mayor. Have you talked to the provincial minister of municipal affairs about this? Because I know this has come up before in other circumstances. Is like, what mechanism <laughs> is there that exists to help in situations like this? So at last year's UBCM, all the mayors and councillors in the province of British Columbia voted to ask the minister to develop some legislation that would give us the tools to deal with, you know, the extraordinary situation of an elected official getting charged with a criminal act. And uh, my understanding, I actually looked up the, the province response and they have a, <clears throat> excuse me, um, they know that the request has been made. They've acknowledged the complexities involved in drafting the legislation. And it is my hope that the minister, uh, particularly given the experience that we're, we're having right now, might look at fast-tracking that legislation. Right, so you're still hoping that, what, that'll still take about a year, right, for that to come into effect? Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you know what? At the end of the day, uh, it was said over and over again last night, we don't want any municipality to have to go through what we're going through. And <clears throat> if the minister in the province can actually give us some legislative tools, uh, I think there would be a sigh of relief from municipalities across the province. Nobody wants this to be happening to them. So, Councillor Dilworth, what happens now? I mean, it sounds like every one of your meetings is going to be quite interesting. Unfortunately, I agree with you, Simi. Um, the last two meetings have been incredibly challenging and, and difficult. And I don't know where we go from here. I woke up this morning just feeling so sad about what's happening in our community and, and the divisiveness. Um, Rob's supporters were... were they were attacking me personally last night. Uh, they were making this a, a personal issue. And the mayor himself, after the meeting, said this is about uh, political maneuvering. And I guess my response to the mayor would be hundreds of people took the time to, to write in. Dozens of people spoke at the meeting last night. You know, over 150 stood up. And four women on council also did. Are we, involved, are we all involved in a political conspiracy against him? I get back to the, the point, he's, he's tone deaf about what's actually going on in our community. Is it possible then for council to even work together? When you have we that level? We, 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 we can try. We, we have to. We were elected to govern. And I, I think it's going to be very challenging for all of us to put our, our personal feelings aside. And you know what, I think we're just going to have to get in a room and beat up on each other a bit and find the common ground. There's a lot of common ground. We've gotten a lot done in the last year on things that we agree about. What we need to learn to do is how can we better disagree with each other without it getting so ugly and so personal. Councillor Dilworth, thank you so much for your time on this today. 
You're quite welcome, Simi. Have a great day. You too. That's Diana Dilworth, a Port Moody City Councillor, talking about their very unusual meeting that they had last time. It was a regular Port Moody Council meeting, but the circumstances, the things that they discussed are quite unusual when you have a mayor that has been charged with sexual assault and uh, is back at work because he decided he was going to take himself off leave and come back. And remember, he was on paid leave. Uh, He wasn't paid leave for, what, six months or so, and then decided he was coming back to work. I've never, ever heard of a circumstance where somebody stayed to vote on a motion that affected them.